Hello, my beloved, and welcome to the Body Led Business Podcast. I am your host, Oreko Valan, and I am so thrilled about today's conversation. But before we dive into today's topic, I want you to know that I am recording this podcast episode not alone. We have the sweetest, cute little puppy resting right next to my feet. Her name is Kaya, and she has been our most loyal companion, the most loving little fur daughter since December already. And everything changed in our lives since December, in our household, in our relationship, in my schedule, because we have a little baby to take care of. The first couple of weeks were really tough because neither Kevin nor I had a full night of sleep. And this impacted everything in our lives, of course, often in a quite challenging way. But she has also cracked my heart open so many times. She is extremely cuddly, extremely affectionate. I would say a bit more on the anxious attached side than being securely attached. So we are still working on her sovereignty skills, but she is always with us and she loves, loves, loves to play in the mornings. She is insane. <laughs> she runs around like crazy and then she kind of calms down. But what I wanted to share is that one of the reasons why we got the puppy is because, as you can probably imagine, I am in my 30s and my motherly instinct has been very, very activated already for quite some time. And we thought with Kevin, okay, let's get a little puppy to channel this energy somewhere because I felt that I just needed to take care of someone and put my nurturing energies somewhere, you know. And it has worked very well because I realized that even though my body is definitely longing for babies, in terms of my life's priorities, I am not ready yet to give up my long morning practice. I am not ready yet to not sleep for a year, right? It may sound selfish, but this is truly where I am honestly at. And it's challenging to hold this duality, right? There is my instinct, there is my body that is longing for this reality. And when I get a little taster through my little puppy of what it's like to devote your entire life, day, waking, and even sleeping hours to a baby, I just got a really good reality check that I feel that I need to wait for a little longer to, <laughs> to prepare for such a rite of passage. So anyway, I know that this conversation is really common between many women that I work with and also many of my friends, because many of us are in our 30s building our businesses, but also longing to be in a really deeply feminine space. And motherhood and babies, of course, is a huge part of this conversation. And by the way, if you are a mother, I'm just sending you my biggest bow with my head down to the ground because I have so much respect for how you are holding so many opposing realities. This is truly exemplary. Thank you for doing this work. So I would love to dive into today's conversation, which is all about social media content creation. So I decided to record a very practical episode about one question that I often get from many, many clients. The question is, so what can I post about? What do I say? Where do I begin? And this question actually reminds me of the typical question that we often have as women. And the question is, so what do I wear? <laughs> this time it's about what can we post about? 
And I will be sharing seven topics that you can speak about, which will help you cover different aspects of your thought leadership, your messaging, and the entire blueprint of the work that you are here to do. So before I share about the seven things you can post about, I just want to share a little bit more about content in general. So content is much more important than you get to realize because your content is truly often the deciding factor of whether someone chooses to work with you or not. So imagine when someone finds you on social media, for example, they open your Instagram account and they see yes or no. And the resonance can be quite immediate. Sometimes it's going to take a bit of time, but your content is almost like a portfolio. It's like your CV, right? That reflects who you are, that shows the embodiment of the work that you teach, that portrays your credibility, your thought leadership, your experience, and also your capacity to translate the work that you do to something that will really, really land deeply for your clients. So as you can see, there's a lot of art and also a lot of strategy in the way you do your content. And content, in essence, can either attract your soulmate client or repel them, right? Your content either ignites people's hearts to take the next step or it will maybe get lost in the ocean of vanilla-style content where it just gets lost in, in the sea of content that everyone's seen a million times, right? So when your messaging is intentional and strategic, your content gets to sell your offers for you. Let this really land for you. Your content can sell your offers for you without you needing to do the selling or the launching. For example, I have had multiple people in my business who paid me big bucks without having ever spoken to me. And as you know, I love talking to people in my DMs. I build my business based on relationships. So talking to me is never an issue. But what this shows is that my content creates so much trust in people's hearts that they receive a transformation just through my content. And therefore, they are so much more likely to invest in my work. And I really want to emphasize this idea. When your messaging is intentional and strategic, it gets to sell your offers for you. Let this really land for you. Your content can sell your offers for you. So this means that you get to sell and launch less because your content is serving that function. And personally, I have had a lot of people who invested in my programs that cost not just hundreds, but actually thousands without having ever spoken to me. Why? It's because my content delivers so much value that it changed people's lives before they invest in me. This way, they already build a relationship that is based on trust. I have chills as I say that. And then they are so much more likely to invest in my programs, right? And one thing that also happens when you become so much more strategic about your content is that you understand how to value your time, your creativity. You are no longer pouring out your precious life force energy into creating all kinds of content just to see what sticks. 
And often this is ineffective. And I'll be honest, I've spent a lot of time doing this. At the beginning of my coaching journey, I was posting mostly what's alive. And then I would try to link this somehow to the thing that I was selling. It kind of worked, but you know what? The content was about me and for me. It wasn't even a focus on my ideal client. I was using the language that I would normally use with my friends or in my own inner dialogue, <laughs> right? So I tried to kind of pull my daily stories to make it relevant to my business. But to be honest, it wasn't relevant to my client. I was speaking to myself. And I would spend so much more time doing content than I do now because I didn't have a clear sense of direction and strategy when it comes to my messaging and my content. Okay, so I will begin now sharing seven things that you can do when it comes to creating content. I highly invite that you take notes because as you know me, I'll be sharing lots and lots of value. My desire is that when you listen to a podcast episode, when you read a post of mine, is that you leave that piece of content, however big or small, transformed, that you have learned something new, that you have received a profound insight, and that you're also clear on what to do next. So let's dive in. Number one, the good old storytelling. Before you do anything else, tell a story. As you know, storytelling is the most ancient way of connecting with other people. You can imagine that you and your ideal clients are all sitting in the forest around the fire telling stories. So what is your story? What is the story that inspires connection, relatability, and trust? You can tell your big story, which would be your brand story, or you can also tell small stories, right? And when you tell a story, ensure that you are being specific. One mistake that a lot of people do is... They make their stories very generic. And what lands the most is actually context and precision. So do not say, 10 years ago, I was a different kind of person than I am today. It's fine. It's not bad. But what's much more potent is, seven years ago, when I lived in the Arctic, the moon was shining up in the sky at 2 p.m. and I was walking through the snow back into my apartment. And, whoa, I have chills again, a lot of chills today. And then something happened, right? So the more context and nuance you give, the more you describe the situation, the moment, the more potent the story will be, all right? One little prompt to write a story, you can simply say from this to that, right? That could be a beautiful story title. So for example, in my case, that could be from living in the Arctic to emigrating to Texas for love. Mm, that's juicy, right? So number one is storytelling. And if possible, I invite you to include storytelling in every single piece of content that you create. This is such an exquisite way to open up any conversation. Okay, let's go to number two. Number two is my favorite topic in the entire world, and that is thought leadership. Thought leadership is helping you display your expertise and also how you fuse your expertise, 
service your personal experience into something unique that's only yours. So you are positioning yourself as an authority in your field. So I have a separate podcast episode just on this topic. So go and explore it. My team will add it in the show notes. And one little prompt that you can use to write about your thought leadership is, here's what I see going on in my industry. Here is how the conversation is being incomplete. Or here's the gap that I am seeing in the conversation. And here's how I am going to make it better. So you acknowledge what's missing. You are showing expertise by displaying that you are watching the trends, that you are tuned into the bigger picture, the bigger climate, and you are offering a solution. You're offering your creative vision, which is what leaders do. Okay, so that was thought leadership. Number three, this is a really fun one. This is more to invite personal connection, which is very important, of course, as the personal brand. And one fun thing you can do, which does not include doing five fun facts about me, which is cool, but kind of boring too. Everyone's done it, right? <laughs> you can reveal the human behind the scenes in a really creative way, which can look like you having a post, for example, a carousel that is split into two columns. On the left, you write, here's what you see. On the right, you write, here's what I see, right? And so, for example, when you write about what people see is, wow, she's so successful. She has it all together. She has the perfect relationship, the perfect business. You fill in the gap. On the right side, you actually write down what it's really like for you behind the scenes, what it took you to create that, all the challenges that you had to go through, the deep wounding that you had to face to create the kind of relationship, the immense amount of courage that you had to have to create the business that you have, right? And of course, when it gets vulnerable. And I'm going to add an example of this kind of post in the show notes. And it's truly amazing. It goes so deep. You can get really creative. And most importantly, you take yourself off any pedestal, right? And instead, you choose to stand together with your people, which for me is the new era of leadership, where you get to be a leader, but also a human that people can really relate to. Okay, so that was number three. Number four is your values. Mm. Again, one of my favorite conversations. So that's going to be simple. What do you stand for? What is the hill that you are ready to die on? What do you stand against? And think well. It's okay if your opinions are polarizing. It's okay if your opinions are not related to your specific business. Because again, your values can be personal. They can be professional as well. But a lot of people will connect to you through your values. So one of my core values, for example, is freedom of time. I care about feeling spacious in everything that I do in every single day of my life. And I speak a lot about it. Another value of mine is, as you know, body first, business second. I will never force my nervous system to do anything that doesn't feel good. And this will come before my business, which could be quite radical for some, right? So what are your values? And I'm sure that you speak very clearly and honestly into them. One prompt that you can use when it comes to your values is, I am on a mission to, 
Here's what I stand for. Here's what I stand against. All right. So can you see already that we are opening this conversation in such fun, nuanced ways? And just with the few things that I've already mentioned, your content gets to become so much more precise and potent. And if you desire to learn how to create truly intentional and strategic content that moves people's hearts and sells your offers for you, I invite you to join Creative Momentum. Creative Momentum is my two-week accelerator to really help you find your thought leadership, extract your creative genius, and really fall in love with social media, specifically Instagram. You probably know that I love social media. For me, it's a place that gives me joy and excitement and nourishment. And I really, really wish for you to find that place in your heart where you feel that social media is a truly aligned place for you to express your artistry, share your messaging that will attract your soulmate clients and turn your audience into clients. So this is going to be already the second round of Creative Momentum. It's one of my favorite programs to teach, and I invite you to join it. If you want to invite clients who are high caliber, ready to invest, and who are so self-led and motivated to do the work. Creative Momentum is for you if you want to really learn how to stand out from the crowd and learn how to speak about your work in clear and precise ways so that your content gets to transform people's lives even before they buy from you, making it a no-brainer for them to invest in your work. This program is also for you if you want to feel safer in putting yourself out there on social media. And also, of course, learning how to take up more space, using your voice and saying the thing that you actually want to say without being afraid to be polarizing or even be misunderstood or judged, right? So I would love for you to join Creative Momentum. We are starting already in mid-January. There's going to be more information in the show notes of this experience. And this round of Creative Momentum will be different because we will have what I call a content lab call, which is going to be 90 minutes where I will be reviewing your content. So at the beginning, you will receive amazing high-level thorough audit trainings. And then we will get on a call where I will be reviewing your new era of content. Just this is priceless. We're also going to have another call for Q&A where you can really ask me all the things you want to know about social media, content, messaging, and all things business, right? So I would love to have insight. You'll find more information in the show notes. Okay, let's continue with the seven things you can talk about on social media. Number five. So this one is about intentional service today. So this is about changing people's lives through your content as they are receiving the content. Meaning that they don't have to invest into your work to receive a transformation. So this podcast is an example of this. I am offering you a lot of high-level trainings, which normally other people would charge for, right? I'm not telling you that life is so good on the other side. I'm actually telling you how to get there now, right? I'm telling you what are the steps you can take today to nail messaging and content. So. To do this, I invite you to think of one of the results that you're promising in one of your offers. And now reflect, 
what is the one thing they can do today in order to get closer to this reality? It's not going to be the full results, but what is the step they can take now to bridge that gap from where they are today to where they want to go tomorrow? Just this prompt could become your entire content. And this is what makes the content actually valuable and not just inspiring. I get so many messages all the time from people saying, wow, your podcast is one of the few things I even listen to online. Your work is so valuable that I just learned so much from you. Wow, thank you, right? I don't get messages that say, oh, that's inspiring, scroll to the next thing. For me, valuable is the word that is my intention, right? And value is created when you bridge the gap for people from A to B through your free content. Okay, we got two more. Testimonial number six, a good old testimonial. This is a hard one for me, to be honest, because I forget to post testimonials. I forget to share about what's happening in my calls because they go so deep and sometimes I feel I don't know how to speak about it. I'm a writer, but sometimes I still lack words. And this is why it's so important, of course, to ask our clients to use their own words in the testimonial to describe what happens in your closed containers. So over the years, I've gotten really good, of course, with that, because <laughs> it is very, very important to share what gets to be possible, but through the eyes, through the hearts of your actual clients. I highly recommend that you go deeper than just a screenshot of a client's message, for example, but you actually share about what happened for your client before they joined your world, during and after. So one little prompt that can support you today is, I am super proud of the way my client, Megan, for example, created this transformation. Here's what she did. Here's what we did together, right? And then you describe it. Number seven. This is often a really missed piece of content, which makes the whole difference. This one is about why you? Why are you the best mentor for your client? So we are never wanting to convince our clients. And a self-led client already knows that they want to invest. They are ready to go all in. The only question they have is, who is my mentor? So this is where you want to be very clear in describing what makes you, you. Imagine that there are hundreds of coaches working in the same industry like you. And it's a good thing, right? Because obviously you couldn't serve every single client who needs to work. So I don't believe in scarcity or, or competition. It's amazing that there are a lot of people doing this work. But why would your client choose you? What are the qualities that make you stand out? What is your story? What are your strengths? What is unique about your approach that makes you the perfect mentor for your soulmate client? Right? It's very often we focus on, here's my soulmate client. Here's what they need to be to get the best results. But can you own your own? Uniqueness, methodology, life's experience, your voice, your specific take on the topic that you're working on, and use this in your content. This will create a really, really powerful context 
and a sense of you positioning confidently as the leader that is the perfect mentor for your client. So we have had seven topics. The first one was storytelling, then thought leadership, then creating personal connection through this really fun idea of what you see versus what I see. Then we looked at values. We looked at how we can change people's lives today through free content. We looked at creating testimonials and also really owning your strengths and sharing why you are the best mentor for your ideal client. So I hope you've taken lots of notes. Whenever you make content using these prompts, please tag me. I would love to celebrate you from behind the scenes. And my last tip for today is when you are creating content, drop the coaching jargon. Do not speak to your clients as if they are your colleague. They are your current future clients, right? So speak in the language that they would be using. Today's episode was a tiny taster of the day of work we will be doing in Creative Momentum, where my intention is you will not only learn how to come up with amazing content ideas, but you will actually expand so much that you will be so much more confident in putting yourself out there on social media. You will speak much more confidently. You'll become much more creative. I will also be teaching you how to create epic creative routines, how to focus, right? I'll be teaching you about the actual creative process so that whenever you are creating, you're actually extracting the deepest juice from your experience. And whenever you're speaking, your words land deeply where they need to land, which is your clients' hearts and minds. Thank you so much, my love. I hope to see you in Creative Momentum. And otherwise, I will see you in the next episode.